as we draw closer to Christmas. Reminisce with us and shows from this past year. And join us in 2024 with new shows daily. From our home to yours, Merry Christmas. Enjoy this rerun. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So happy to see you here with Beauty for Ashes. I'm Tanya Joy. You know, we are living in days where there's a lot of discouragement. There's a lot of things that are said that then maybe look like they're not even coming true, and that can lead to discouragement. And I've got a great friend here today, and we're going to come and we're going to just bring you some encouragement, build you up, provide a new sense of courage within you. And we're going to just talk about a few things uh, that are going on and how we can get through them being encouraged in the Lord. So thank you for joining us. Hang tight. We're going to get the show on the road. Okay, well, we weren't shocked. Over again. Now, welcome back to the show. You as well. I'm so excited to have you both on the show. And I know we had such good uh, feedback and reception. General Flynn, what an John, honor. Joshua, Joshua tracked me down in a big tent of about 4,000 people. How are you? I am doing so great. Hello, everybody. Thank God, I am wonderfully great. Hello. Thank you very much. Because... What is prayer? I'm just Jewish, you know what I mean? And I'm thrilled to be here with the two of you. <laughs> Me too. It's like... And that's who these crazies, these evil ones. It is. You said it right. Good job. Perfect. All right. The Gibson sisters. We are so excited to have them on with us on Resistance Chicks today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's time to rise. These people that get higher up. How sometimes I've thought. These are glory days and not gloomy days. Like I love that. <laughs> You know, it, it, it kind of works. What's awesome about the tour is people like you. Yeah. I love the applause. That's cool. There we go. Thank Hi, you. Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. Are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. Hi friends, Dr. Mark Sherwood here. And I'm Dr. Michelle Sherwood. Not everyone can make an appointment with us, but you can receive many of the same educational benefits our patients receive through our most comprehensive course, Health Secrets Exposed. Modern healthcare, or should we say sick care, is more focused on profit than your health. And in this course, you'll discover what sick care has been keeping from you all along. Here's a hint, you don't need more medication. You need the simple truths in this course to unlock optimal health. Health Secrets Exposed is usually $149. Now it's just $99 with your promo code. It's time for you to learn what Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. Get access to this course now at Sherwood.tv. Good morning, everybody. Coffee Talk with Esther here. I want to talk to you about something fantastic. 
these sprays. Oh my gosh, you have to check them out. They're called Verve Spray Vitamins. And if you wake up and you don't feel well, you take one of these guys and you do eight squirts and you will be back to normal in less than 24 hours. It's pretty crazy. They have one for skinny if you wanna lose weight. It's vitamin B5. Again, five squirts. I'm gonna show you how easy. You open it like this. How easy is that? They taste great. There's nothing bad in them. You guys have to check these out. And you can get a discount with our code B4A or Tanya Joy. They've got them in all sorts. They've got your daily vitamins. They've got the skinny. They even have a melatonin one that will help put you to sleep. Check them out now. You are going to love them. Hey, good morning. So good to be on Beauty for Ashes. Praise the Lord. It's so good to see you. And it was so fun. We got to see each other in Tulsa the other week. Yes. And um, so just so many good things are going on. And I love what you and Jenny are always doing with prayer. Because yeah, absolutely. That is really the root of what we are needing right now. I mean, it, and the thing is, what I would love for you to do is share with people that maybe don't even understand what is prayer. Right. Because some people, they think prayer are these key phrases that they yeah. say out of a book. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that that you you said that so so wonderfully, because what is prayer? You know, we could talk about, you know, what president is what president we could talk about. We could talk about Ukraine. We could talk. There's so many things we could talk about. I don't specialize in those things. I specialize in fellowship with God. I specialize in prayer. And so when I, when someone was like you, so eloquently said, what is prayer? Super simple. I try to say, what if we took the word prayer and we threw it away just for one day, for one day, we woke up in the morning and we're crawled out of bed and we take the word prayer and we act like we never heard that word. And we replaced it with the word fellowship. Love Would it. that change how the day looked if you didn't just endeavored to pray, you know, because Paul said pray without ceasing. Well, you know, there is a ceasing. He wasn't saying pray with your mouth always going. He was st saying stay in a fellowship with God, get in the righteousness that was required, get in that righteousness that was freely given to you because of Jesus. Jesus's death, burial, resurrection, and then his ascension into the Father, where he now is a mediator. He goes before the Father, is our advocate continually. We now have been fully restored back to a place of fellowship with God. So when I think prayer, it's me talking and fellowshipping with him all throughout the day. It's not just, now I know prayer is words coming out of your mouth because prayer, if you look it up in the dictionary, ask, request, petition, you know, it actually means speaking with your mouth. But when it comes to the fellowship side of prayer, 
There are things that he speaks to me that don't even come with words. There's right. a time where he'll just have his presence just settle upon me and yeah. just hug me. I know you've had that and yeah. squeeze on me and let me know he's proud of me or he loves yeah. me or, you know, not proud, but you know what I'm saying? He's, he's, oh, he's, I think God he's is proud of us. Yeah, sometimes. He's pli- He's pleased. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean there's no sin in God. So if there's someone that can be proud and not sin, it'd be him. So, yeah. Right. I mean, think but, about it as a parent. You know, we've got kids, they're imperfect, but, yeah. but when they do something that is within who they're created to be, yeah. we have a sense of pride. We go, wow, we're so proud of you. We, we're so yeah. pleased because we can see you're, you are walking and doing exactly what you were created yeah. to do. Absolutely. So imagine how God looks at us when we are walking in that. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, we were talking about this, you know, backstage before we came on the air and. I think that that's missing right now. I think people don't understand when you get to that place where you can experience your father in heaven who sent his own son to die a brutal death for us, for you, for the people, for the person watching. I mean, that was individual. It, It was for the world, but it was individual. It was for each living soul. And when we can get to that point where we realize he did that because he loves us so much and he's so pleased and longs to spend time with us, that shifts, that can shift our whole world. Yeah. You know, when he sent Jesus, he didn't send Jesus because the devil had come and messed up a lot. He sent Jesus because he loves us. His love never ended and God never changes. But when the new Testament came, Things changed because it was called the dispensation of grace that started the grace that got, see, God was a little rougher with people in the old Testament. I mean, you have to go see he was, he was. And so a lot of people today, they'll look at the old Testament and things that he had done and say, Oh, God's he's beating us down today. No, no, no. When Christ came, the, the dispensation, God never changed, but the laws and the rules in which he interacts with man changed. So now he can operate with us in grace and love at a level that he couldn't before. So now we're at the the, the hour of the church, this dispensation we're in now, it's all about just getting the people to hear about how good he is, getting everyone to hear about how much he loves them and he wants them and get them all to run back to him. And it's, and and we do that through prayer. We, we teach people how to pray. We go to, if you go to loudmouthprayer.org, O-R-G, you go there, you start click, you click on start praying today. We literally send you information and all that you need to start learning how to pray. I've got series out called praying in tongues. I have a series right now. We're doing right now, 30 days to pray, getting you in plan, God's plan for your life, all the stuff we're doing. And the, really my favorite one, how to get your prayers answered, 12 steps, 12 videos, and all of that's made available for you. Well, but I our whole that. purpose is just to restore people back to the relationship with God. Yeah. And, and I love what you said at the beginning when I said, well, what is prayer? Um, and you said fellowship because it is, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's a conversation. You know, I yeah. think of it as if you have a spouse and you kind of, you get up in the morning, oh, good morning. And I love you. And it's, you know, whatever. And then you start getting your day going and, you know, one person may be getting ready and the other may be getting their coffee. And then you come back and, Hey, how was your, what, what's going on today? And it's this constant flow of conversation. And then one per you go to work and the other person goes and you have to go get your kids. And then you're checking in. How's your day going? What are you up yeah. to? That's, I believe what God wants from us. He's sure. not interested I mean, yes, he wants us to obey, he, you know, and there we have consequences for our decisions, all of those things. But ultimately, he wants 
a relationship with us where we have a constant back and forth communication. And imagine if we lived that way. And as the day went on, we checked in and went, Hey, so yeah, I just got done recording with Marty and man, that was good Lord. And you know, what do you have next? And what do you have for me out of that? Like our whole world, you know, we get worried about politics. We get worried about the state our our world is in. Those are real things. But if we individually got to a place where we lived in that space of constant fellowship with him, that will change everything. It will change. It would fix all of these things. Absolutely. And so God has made everything for us to walk in a place with him, to get restored back through Jesus. But there's one culprit there's one corporate, and someone will say, oh, you're fixing to talk, start talking about the devil. Well, the one corporate that really tries to get us is called sin consciousness. Mm. Sin consciousness is the one thing that if you sinned in the past or you even have something you're struggling with now, it tries to tell you that you're not worthy to have yes. fellowship with God, that you're not worthy to ask God, that you're not worthy to come unto God. I remember years ago, Tanya, I was talking to a friend at work and he was an alcoholic and he would tell you, I'm an alcoholic. He wanted nothing to do with God. He had never been saved. And I began to witness to him. And he said to me, one day, boy, because he was a lot older than me, one day, boy, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, overcome, you know, this alcoholism. I know it's killing me. I, I'm going to overcome it one day. And when I do, well, then maybe I'll hear you about coming to God. And I'm like, it doesn't work that way. Why don't you just stay an alcoholic? Why don't you just run to God, be all the alcoholic you can, and let God take care of that stuff after you come into his love, after you come into his presence? Because, see, I know his presence is so amazing. It can heal you. It can restore you. It can cleanse you. It can reset your path in life. It can do all those things. But you don't have those things happen if you don't come to him first. Jesus came for the sinners. He hung out with the sinners. He hung out with the prostitutes. He hung out with the tax collectors. I don't know, the Jewish IRS. You got to be a savior right. to hang out with the Jewish IRS. I mean, come on. Okay, bad joke. So, no, that's um, good. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it would be like hanging out with the deep state. Yeah. Right yeah. now. I mean, yeah. literally, that, that would be as hard as that would be. Yeah. And, so, and it's. It's so important because I've seen this a lot, you know, different people and they, um, within the state that we're in, there's a lot of conservatism, which is good. And, and people are looking at, at moral issues. We're becoming more aware, I think of morality, which is good because we have turned away and, and the, the enemy is trying to turn things away from morality. But if we don't have that relationship with God, it's just so good true. deeds, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's not going to, um, prolong hope and life in individuals. Yeah. And we are living, I mean, we are seeing death at an unbelievable rate. People need hope. Yeah. You know, they really, really need hope right now. And you guys are seeing, I mean, like, I yeah. love the, the prayer that's happening even at the reawaken events and, and you guys are doing that. I mean, you're not just doing it there. You're doing it all over the place. What are you seeing? Cause I know you, you're so good at connecting with people. What are you seeing and what's kind of the common theme when people are contacting you and, and talking and going, well, I don't understand, like where are people at and what are you encouraging them you, with? You know, one of the things which I think is going to be encouragement to you, I, and all of us, the hunger of people right now, 
people are so hungry for God. Listen, if you want to get on the newest thing, if you want to get on the bandwagon, <laughs> you should just get hungry for God with the rest of us. So many people are wanting to pray, learn how to pray. We're having thousands and thousands reach out to us every week wanting to learn how to pray, wanting to learn. So I'll just teach something like what the shield of faith is. People are like, oh my gosh, it's the most wonderful because they're just so hungry. See, when God created each and every one of us, when he put life in us upon conception, can I hear an amen? Amen, yes. <laughs> Come on, yeah, amen. amen. Upon yep. conception, that's when it all began. Right. When that happened in us, because we, our spirit came from his spirit. Right. Now, Paul said to the church of Thessalonica, I pray thy whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until the day of the coming of the Lord. So we are three parts, whether you like it or not, whether you believe in God or not, I got a newsflash for you. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You will live in a body. So right. God put his own DNA in you. Yep. Your spirit come from a father spirit that gives birth the same way he breathed the breath of life into Adam in the yes. first few chapters of, of Genesis. When he created you, that same breath of life created in your DNA, his DNA is in you. So I'd say all that to say, wherever you are in life right now, no matter where you are with God close or you need to be closer or you're far away or whatever, or you don't want to even hear his name, I've got news flash for you. He's put himself in that DNA of you. Yeah. You have a hunger for him. If you're not hungry right now for him, you're just denying it and lying to yourself. Right. There is a hunger in mankind for supernatural. There's a hunger in mankind for a loving, godly father creator that yes. absolutely adores us. Every one of us longs for structure. Yep. Every one of us longs for rules because in our heart, we know as we walk with him and he just gives us boundaries. He gives us right. uh, boundaries of love and faith and being kind and loving your neighbors and loving your enemies. He gives us these things to do. It's not hard rules to follow. Right. We live out of the inside and we're just looking like our father because he placed his own DNA inside us. So people are so hungry I have to finally answer your question again. People are so hungry for God right now. Everywhere I go, they cannot get enough of God. I love that. You know, I, I do a, a weekly two-minute devotional for Roku channel called Abundant TV. And it's my favorite thing to do each week. It's mm. it, and it's two minutes. I mean, you have to, it's so short, but it's that same idea. And and they keep saying yeah. oh, people are loving these. And it's because one, I don't people don't know the word. It it, you know, for somebody who doesn't get in the word. They don't understand what to do. And and I understand it because I grew up getting I grew up, you know, in church and all of that. But until I started opening the word every day on my own, and even when I started that, it took it took almost three months. I will I'm honest, it took me being obedient, going in the word every day. And after about three months, maybe two months, it was like from October to December, all of a sudden. I was reading words and the Lord and the Holy Spirit was interpreting those words. And I was going, I've read this story 10 times. I didn't know that was in there or, oh my gosh, you know, that means this for me personally. Like it was the, when they say the word comes alive, that's because it does come alive. Yeah. So if we can get on the, you know, get on here or wherever and read a scripture, you know, talking about the field of the, the shield of faith or 
any topics, what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. A lot of Christians don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, I always say, you know what? We've been given the lamp, right? We, we've got the yeah. Holy Spirit at, yeah. uh, accepting Jesus and into our life. So we've got this lamp. But if yeah. you don't plug the lamp into the wall, you can't turn it on. There's no light that comes off of it. It's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. Christians don't even understand that we've got to be praying in tongues every day. Yeah. We've got to do it. it. It's it's what edifies us from the inside. It's those utterances of words we don't know. Um, and it is. It's it's like the most encouraging thing. And I agree with you. I'm watching that too. People are yeah. so hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if your viewers have been watching my face for the last two or three minutes and seen me make funny faces, that's because the Holy Ghost fell on me. I was going to say, what the Holy Spirit just say to you? I can tell. I can see I'm, it. I know you enough to know. Ooh. I don't know how to have a normal face when he falls on me like that. He was shooting through me. Um, I think I, I, he was telling me to pray for you. So, Father, I come to you now in the precious name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for Tanya. And Father, I thank you for your hand upon her. Oh, Lord, we glorify you and we praise you that every good thing, every good thing comes down from you. You're the father of lights. There's no variance. There's no shadow of turning. Not from you, Lord. So there'll not be a shadow of turning in your future. No, the things are just going to get brighter and brighter and brighter for, for Tanya. Yeah, brighter and brighter. And you have pushed on doors and you've nudged on doors, and many you've knocked on. Oh, sometimes they were the wrong doors. Sometimes they were the right doors, but the time was wrong. But the Lord would say to you that the doors are now beginning to open, for the end harvest is just before us, and you are usable. You're pliable. Ha <laughs> you're moldable. Ha <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. For years and years and years have gone by and I've prepared you for this very hour. Now you could look back and say, but I've done this thing and I've done that thing and I have been used of the Lord. Oh, but he would say not at the level that I'll use you soon. For there is a, a, a national and international influence that will come upon you and those doors will be opened unto you. But it will be doors that you could have never opened. See, and I went ahead and had you and just let you knock on some doors that were wrong doors because I wanted to show you how to not follow you, but follow me. So now that you've learned like never before my voice, then you'll stand before the big door. Yeah. Like never before the door of influence swinging wide open. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the call of God upon her life. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Ha ha. So we thank you for the grace and the giftings to increase, increase, increase with a clarity of heart and mind coming together as one, walking out your plan and your purpose. And the whole time, just having glorious fun in you, Lord. Staying in the joy just as her name is, staying stirred up and passing out joy unto others, just like her name is, passing it out, passing it out, even buckets of joy, passing out and pouring on those that come near you, because that's part of the call, passing on that that I've made you, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Wow. Ooh, praise the Lord. Wow. 
That is so wild. And I have to tell you, because I think when we get prophetic words, it's really good to have that confirmation. Right before we came on the air, I was getting ready to send my intercessors. I have a small group of intercessors that I go (laughs) once a month and I send them an email. Mm -hmm. And I was just writing Isaiah 22, 22, (laughs) because the first of this year on January 1st, the Lord, you know, was the first year I really did this strong, I guess if you could say. And I sat down and I said, Lord, I want a verse and I want a word for this year. What do you have for me? Wow. He instantly gave me Isaiah 22, 22, which Mm. is, and I will place on him the key of David and what he, what doors he opens, no one (laughs) will shut and what he shuts, no one can open. And that has been this year. And as I sat back and I'm writing this letter to my intercessors now for the end of December and kind of the end of the year, I was just at the part reiterating the Isaiah 22, 22 and going, Lord, I am, I am astounded at the doors mm-hmm. and it, it, you know, it comes with discernment. I've had to learn. Yeah. Yeah. I've had to learn through discernment. Yeah. Is this sure. a door I'm supposed to go through Lord, you know, block it. Block it. I remember Amanda Grace said to me once, she goes, you just pray that, that if that's not the door, that the Lord will bolt it shut. So you can't open <laughs> it. And I said, I like that. I'm going to start doing that. Mm-hmm. So that is, um, and you're about the, 10th person who's given me that prophetic word just in the last Praise couple God. of months. Praise God. God is so good. And this, this yeah. is what, you know, I want to encourage people like, okay, so what just happened? That's how God comes. God, <clears throat> God comes onto our hearts when we're open to fellowship. When we yeah. stay in fellowship with the Lord, he will give us, uh, yeah, see, he's telling me something. So I got to share this, but he will speak to us in those moments. So last week, I was sitting in my office. I was editing some shows and I really feel we are getting ready to have a harvest of prodigals coming home. Mm. I just feel that that's coming. I don't, I don't know timeline. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't have any of those details, but I have a prodigal daughter Mm. and I was sitting here working the other day, not thinking about her, not thinking about anything, you know, just doing my work. And all of a sudden I mean, I think I was like transported or whatever you say. Like I, I was somewhere else. I mean, I, I was here, but I was seeing things that I was somewhere else. And my daughter is, um, she's 23 and she's been, she's been yanked by, by the whole world system, the whole transgender, that whole thing. <coughs> yeah. And she uh, has, has tried to, the last I heard, she wanted to take, you know, the, the, the pills to become a, a man. And I went in my prayer closet and I just interceded and I told the devil, you messed with the wrong family. You picked the wrong DNA because my DNA is already surrendered to Jesus. My DNA has already been lined up and, and restored to the line of Jesus because I have claimed him and, and put him forth as, as the leader of our home. And I said, and therefore my bloodline, my seed of my children they are covered in that dna and they will not be stolen by you and i don't care what you think you can do that's not going to succeed and i was hoarse by the time i came out of that you know (laughs) and the other day the lord showed me my daughter it years i don't know when but it was down the road and she came back Hmm. and she and i i shared this i went live the lord said i was supposed to go live and share it which was very vulnerable because i don't like i don't like exposing her, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and I didn't share this part. And I think that the Lord wants me to. She came and she wrapped her arms around me and she said, thank you for standing for me and yeah. for everything you did. And I want the prodigal <laughs> parents to understand that. Do yeah. not stop fighting for your yeah. children. Yeah, I believe God gives these children to certain parents who he knows will stand on the truth of what his promises are. It says, if you raise up a child, they will not depart from it. That little girl was raised up to know the Lord. She accepted Jesus as a little girl. Yeah. <clears throat> he was raised up in the way she should go. And as adults, and as we are so surrounded by chaos in this world, it can be very easy to get discouraged and to stop praying. It's going back yeah. to prayer, to stop fellowshipping with the Lord over these lost ones. And I feel strongly that we need to encourage those parents yeah. and grandparents who are in yeah. situations, don't give up on them. Yeah. Don't stop calling them home. I can't tell yeah. you how many times I will call her out, you know, as a child, come home, wake up, wake up, come home. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. I felt like I was supposed to share that. So, well, to, to jump on the back of that Proverbs three, five, and six one of the first scriptures other than John three sixteen, that I memorized when I came back to God in my twenties, man, this scripture just jumped out at me. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not on your own understanding. And now this is the part of the, of the parents of the prodigals acknowledge him in all your ways. That's your job and he'll direct your paths. So we trust in the Lord. We lean not on our own understanding. But when we have opportunity, we just keep acknowledging and living publicly for God. Yeah. God says, if you deny me, I'll deny you. Yes. God says, if you hide me, I'll hide you. God yes. says he wants us to be an open walking Bible. We want to be an expression of Jesus in the earth. So even when your young ones come around, that even this Christmas season or whatever the season it is, you know, when this video is out, yes. Whatever the time, when they come around, you don't shove God down their throat. The first thing you do is you love them yeah. because God is love. Hello, everybody. You know, this is Tanya Joy with Beauty for Ashes. I am so excited. One of my favorite companies, Mfinity, just merged with one of the best called Canaway. And we're going to bring you some more information about that merge and the amazing new products that are coming your way. But before we get into that... I want to remind you about the Esther's Timeless Pack because now there's a new way to order this on the website. So here's what the website's going to look like. It's still very easy. You're going to now go to b4a.canaway.com and then go up and scroll down through the products, find the Infinity Timeless Box, which you know I've called the Esther Timeless Box. Add it to your cart and don't forget to put it on auto ship. You are going to love these products. This is the highest antioxidant available with the muscadine grapeseed oil. I use this product on my face. I use it on scars. I use it on my stretch marks. It is tightening my skin. And when you put a drop of it under your tongue, it's gonna block the unwanted fat. This is a miracle product. You guys do not wanna miss this. It is my absolute favorite. I use it every day. Go to b4a.canaway with the K.com right now and pick yourself up a box. God bless y'all. And I can't wait to hear how this product 
changes your life. I'm reminded of the story of Norval Hayes, an amazing minister of God. Norval's daughter, Zona, had went off into the world. Okay. Who who, who is he? I feel like I I know his name. Yeah, he he had a Bible school and had a ministry over in Cleveland, Tennessee. Okay. And he was best friends with Papa Hagen, who I traveled with Papa Hagen. So he was in that, he was that age and he passed away. He went on to heaven a few years ago. But he had a daughter, Zona. And Zona was, when she was a teenager in, in, in the early 20s, was completely, she was taught right, completely living in the world. And she would come home at two in the morning, strung out on drugs, and she would come home and Norval would say, Zona, God loves you and I love you. And, you know, you're, I didn't raise you this way, Zona. I didn't raise you this way. And he's just going off on her. And after a few months, the Lord interrupted him and said, I've never told you to speak to her this way. I want you to say only this. Tell her that God loves her and you love her and shut your mouth and go back to bed. Wow. So she would come in at two in the morning. He would walk in and say, hey, Zona, God loves you and I love you. And then he would go back to bed. Wow. That just that acknowledging, just the simple truth of that acknowledgement power, because he stopped turning her heart hard. Do you know the Bible talks about turning the hearts of the children back to the fathers? Right. Wow, how powerful. It literally says fathers turning the hearts of the children. So you don't try to cram Jesus. You offer Jesus. It's a big difference. And that's hard. Yes, I know. I've I've had a prodigal. You know, as a parent, that is so, so hard. Yeah. Especially then when they get angry and they, I mean, you know, hard. So one night she comes home Yes. and she starts screaming after she's gone to bed. And she runs in her daddy's room and she's just frightened, completely frightened. And he's like, what is it, Zona? What is it? She said, a nine foot angel stood in my room and woke me up. And she completely surrendered and turned her. I feel the anointing coming on me right now. She completely surrendered her life to God and never ran back towards the ways of the world again. God will show up when we acknowledge him in love. What does it say? Perfect love? Nothing can overcome perfect love. That's what we do with prodigals. We just love them. Very simple. Love them. I love you. Jesus. Actually, I think that's what he said. I love you and Jesus loves you. And then I think that's how he said it. Not God, but he actually said, I love you and Jesus loves you. And then he would not talk anymore. And it took a few months, but God, God had him obey Proverbs three, five, and six. And God was pleased with Norval's faith. You understand that, right? God told him to do a thing and he did exactly what God said. He obeyed that word and he showed faith in that word to the place where the father could no longer sit on the throne and not move on behalf of that girl. And so the father moved off the throne, sent an angel nine foot tall. Her life was turned around because of the faith of that father. That's so good. Yeah. That's that, that I believe that that just touched some people and really yeah. kind of woke them up because they're when we are obedient to yeah. only say what we are told to say. Yeah. There is a blessing that comes from that. And explain that more about have you said, you said something about having faith to only it was, and I forget how you said it. It was really eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I wish I could rewind. It was something about, you know, he was blessed because he had the faith 
Yeah. Just say what he said. Explain. So the father, the father, God, the Bible says the just shall live by faith. I think it says it maybe in Habakkuk and then also maybe Hebrews and multiple places. It makes a reference to the just shall. Well, that's a beautiful word. That's a little of a submissive word. Let's just throw that away and say, will the just are commanded to live by faith. So it is a rule of life for us to live by faith. Where Mark eleven twenty two, when Jesus had done a work and the disciples said, oh my gosh, Jesus, you spoke to a fig tree and it literally died from the roots. And Jesus didn't even want to talk about the fig tree anymore. He said, have faith in God. So we know that's who we have faith in. So when Jesus, so when we're instructed in the Bible to have faith, he's telling us don't have faith in creation. Don't have faith, have faith in God. So our job, our role for those prodigals is to have faith in what God says. So what we do is we run to the word of God. We see what the word of God says and we trust that and we believe in that. And when we see the word of God says something about uh, that our children and our children's children, well, we can take that scripture and we can take it like a promise. We can take that and say that Lord, I'm taking that scripture for my children and my children's children, and I make a demand upon that. Right. Okay, so this is where this is where it works. This yeah. to answer your question. The Bible is a promise book. It's a promises that causes you to take a problem, mix it with a prayer, mix it with a promise, and get a solution from God. I so I go I go find the Bible and I see what it says about my children. You can Google that. My children's children, right? There's promises in there. You take that and you take that almost like you take it in your hand and say, God, I am taking this promise right now for my daughter, my son, my grandkids, whatever the situation. I'm taking it right now. Well, you know what happened. So the father's sitting on the throne. Now, I don't know that he's crossing his arms. But he's <laughs> sitting on the throne. Yeah. And suddenly he looks at you because someone just grabbed his word. His word always, always is him. So you just, just like the woman with the issue of blood in Mark 5 that went and grabbed the coattail of Jesus and got healed just by touching the coattail, you just, because of the hand of faith, took a promise of God, reached up and pulled on the Father's coattail while he's sitting on the throne. Now you have the Father's attention. So get this now. I'm talking to you by the Holy Ghost. So the Father then looks at you and says, well, show me what you'll do with my word. So then it's our job. It's our job to take that word day one. Father, I thank you, my children and my children's children. You're moving on my behalf. You're faithful. Satan, I stop you in the name of Jesus. Day two, Father, I thank you. This is my promise. I don't let go of this promise, my children. Week three, week six, year two, it doesn't matter. But at some time in this walking out faith on that scripture, the Father's looking at you every single day. Every single day you have pulled his attention to stare at you while you're grabbing his word and beginning to walk it with it in faith. And then suddenly one day he's so thrilled he can't sit down anymore and he just does this and an angel shows up in the room. He just does this and the glory hits that child, delivers him from drugs and alcohol, transgender, you name it. There's nothing he can't do because the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please him, but that also means with faith you have pleased him. So you pleased the father. Now he's so moving on your behalf. There is nothing in hell that could keep your kid from coming to him. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory. And we know because it says in his word, his word yeah. does not come back void. 
No. Never, 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 never. No, no, so when no. We can and when we do that, that's when we get the peace that passes all understanding. Yes. Because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> when I look at my last 10 months, Nothing that I have gone through makes any sense. <laughs> I haven't had a job. Like, it doesn't make any sense how I can even still be here. But that's because it is not my understanding. It is his. His ways are higher than our ways. Yeah. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And so when we part, I love that partnership because I think, you know, yeah. you can even talk to this a little. I think that there's sometimes in the charismatic movement. People get these words, these prophetic words, and then they take them and they put them in this jar or on this shelf or they write them out and it's so nice. But they don't partner with them. They don't take them back to the Lord every day yeah. and go, just like the word, Lord, you promised this, so I thank you for it. I Like the, the word you just gave me, I, like I said, I've had probably 10 people. So what, when I get, especially when I start feeling down, because we're, I'm still human, human, I still have flesh on me. I still have yeah. human thoughts and I still get discouraged. When that comes, I go, nope, Lord, thank you. You have promised that what I've experienced is only just the beginning. I yeah, partner yeah, yeah. with you, continue to show me what I need to do inside me to surrender the areas yeah. I need to you know, work on my pride, work on what all, all these things of my flesh continue to work them out of me, but I claim and thank you. And, and that's, I think, important, that partnership with the word. So talk about that, yeah. what you want to add with that. Yeah, so the word of God was... Um, now, now, Matthew 4, 4, Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the father. So the father, did I not say earlier that he breathed the breath of life in our own personal right. creation? Yes. So yes. from him came our spirit and from him came words. So the words that come from his mouth are a nourishment to the spirit that came from his mouth. So inside of me is a spirit after his own DNA that only needs one type of food to grow and become strong and be Jesus in the earth because Jesus is now in me. I'm not trying to be Jesus. I am a joint heir with Christ. Everything that he has, he freely gave me because I did Romans 10, 9, and 10. I received him. I believed and I received him and confessed him. So now everything Jesus has is mine. He's the one that said it, not me. So I'm receiving all that. But the word of God is a nourishment. Right. Now, when you look at Colossians 3.16, it says, and let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So we want to get the Bible, that promise for the prodigal, whatever the promise for, for taking care of your need. My God shall supply all your needs, Philippians. Yes. And it doesn't matter. Um, Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we have seen him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted, for he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, chastisement of our peace was up on By his stripes we yes. were healed. healed. So if you need a healing scripture, there's healing scripture. That's Whatever right. the need, you take that, and you want to get that word in you. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. So we, in this earth, upon salvation, our number one food source is not pot roast. And let me tell you, I like me some pot roast, but it's the word of God because the real me is not this outward me that needs pot roast. The real me is a spirit on the inside. That's a new creature, new creation. Second Corinthians five seventeen. in Christ Jesus, the old passed away, all become new. That word of God goes in me like a food 
a nourishment. Yes. It's got all the fats, carbs, and proteins in the spirit needed for me to grow strong in the spirit, showing off my spiritual muscles, kicking the devil in the face, karate chop to the throat, and then spending this fellowship with God and speaking over my children and standing on the word of God for the promises of God for the right. generation and the next generation. So our ability to walk in the earth and be an expression of Jesus is based upon our ability of of perfecting, if I could say, grabbing the word and feeding on it and getting it not just to renew our mind, that's very important, but also to feed on it because our inward integrity, the integrity and the initiative of our spirit man is extremely important for us to live right, but it's based upon it being fed with the proper nourishment of his word. Does that make sense? I love it. Yes, amen. And, and And I think also, you know, for me, when I started to go dive into the word, you know, I feel like this may explain for people that maybe are like, well, what does that mean? Feed on it. So you have a scripture yeah, and, and you read it and then you sit and you look at it and you go, what are, what's in it? What is it saying? You're, yeah. you're meditating on it. You're feeding you're speaking I mean, that, that it. Yeah. Concept, concept, concept of feeding is that same idea of meditating. When we eat food, we don't take it in and swallow it. We chew it. Yeah. For people who love food, you enjoy the flavor of the food. I yeah. mean, you know, like I, I'm kind of a foodie. So, you know, like when you when I have something really good, I'm like, oh, man, that oh, me too, every yeah. little aspect of it is so good. <laughs> That's the word. That's the word of God. When we read like, you know, if, if I was in Habakkuk the other week and I was like, man, you know, and, I, and I, when I started going back through the word, I, my goal was to do it in a year. Well, I didn't get through it in a year because I kept getting stuck in, I shouldn't say stuck, but I wanted to, I wanted to be like, I was in first and second Kings for months because I was like, Whoa, look what's in here. And it's yeah. that's, that's that idea of you take that word and, and you feed on it. You meditate on it. <clears throat> you consider it. You go, what does that mean in my life? What does that mean today? Because the word is not for just the 2000 years ago when it was written it's for today and the only way like we've got to understand that as believers what was in the word king solomon said there is nothing new under the sun which means what we are walking through right now with our presidents with our with our world with wars and rumors of wars with all of these things is in the word we need to dive in and we need to find it and go, what did those people do? What did the people of God do during that time? That's what we need to do right now. And yeah, that was yeah. partnering in prayer. It's all these things that we're talking about. I yeah. mean, you know, it's the exact same thing that the disciples did. Yeah. So uh, good. Uh, my wife is so powerful. You know, you, you actually got, you, we got wife. to, Jenny and I, Jenny and I got to hang out and spend quite a bit of time getting to visit with you. Was it last weekend? Last week and a half weekend. ago or so? Last time I, I can't keep up like, with time real well, like but it's just a little ago. over a week ago. We got yeah. to hang out and we got to visit quite a bit. Um, but I'm just reminded of a story. So she is such a powerhouse for God, but a, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago, something, I don't even know what was going on, but she kind of just was getting beaten down and was having heaviness and depression and stuff. And I remember she just knew what to do. She just grabbed the word. She didn't want to read. She didn't want anything. She didn't want fellowship. She didn't want, she, she just was getting in a heavy depression and she'd get the word. She'd wake up in the morning and she'd open her Bible and she'd sit up in bed and she would make herself read it, yes. make herself. She yes. did not want to, but yes. she didn't know what else to do. She didn't want to go ask for 
antidepressants, Lord have mercy. And I'm not right. putting that down. I just personally don't believe that's for us. When right. I, when the word of God is already my antidepressant, that's just how we are. I don't ever put one down for wanting to do what they want to do. But she didn't want to go that route. So she, and she did this day after day for probably 20 or 30 minutes, reading the word out loud, yes. getting it in her, putting herself in the word. She fought that good fight of life. Having done all to stand, she would stand and she did it every single day. And just after a few weeks, it all went away. Yes. And she rose up again in the morning, bouncing out of the bed, bouncing off the walls, you know, full of life like she is all the time, a powerful woman of God. Trials come all of our way. Every single one of us. I don't care how much you think I'm a good preacher and Tanya's good at singing. It doesn't matter. All of us are dealing with heaviness, trials, pressures, circumstances that are shouting at us, trying to shut us up, trying to shut our mouth because we're standing for truth. What we do is every day we need to feed on the word of God. You know, if we would feed on the word of God the proper way, we don't ever get into the heavy the heavy Correct. depressions, Correct. they they don't even have much of a chance to get in our lives. Correct. So we just need, need to become masters of how to take the perfect meal of God's word for our inward man. Oh, that's so good. I love it. So, so good. And that that's exactly, I agree. That that was the place I was, what, what Jenny yeah. did. When I started the journey of, of really being diligent, I didn't yeah. feel it. I didn't want to do it. I made myself do it. Yeah, for sure. But God honors that. God honors it. And that's when then he, like what you were saying, then he goes, okay, you're going to take my word and read it to me. I'm going to show up and we're going to get rid of all of this stuff. We're going to take. You got his attention. That's right. Now he's staring at you every day that you do it. And it came to a place where Jenny kept doing that, where the father said, "I, I can't, I can't sit on this throne and not move on their behalf. They have so pleased me. I have to move on their behalf. And that's why the prodigals come home. That's right. Because you please the father and then he moves on your behalf. Does he love the prodigal and love you during the whole transition? Yes, he does. But there's laws and there's rules in place that don't allow him to move until faith is shown. He set rules in the word. You know, John Wesley said, now he started the Methodist church, so I'm not going to argue with the guy. Of course, he's going home to heaven. But he said, it seems as though man can do nothing. Oh, God can do nothing in the earth except through the prayers of mankind. So we have to unleash him to move. We can pray and do it and we can faith and do it. Faithing means I stand on a promise of God for my children or my children's children or my finances or my marriage. You know, you can take a marriage scripture and stand on the promise of God and see God turn your marriage around. I'm telling you, he'll do it every single time. Amen. And and for our nation, for our world. Yes. That's what we must do. We This, this is not, there is nothing man can do to turn any of this around. This is so deep and twisted and disgusting. There's nothing anybody could do. You know, you got the Twitter files. Oh, great. It's entertaining. And it's good truth is coming out. But that's not going to change anything. Nothing other than God can make this change. And that is throughout scripture, throughout history. That's the way it has worked. Can you just can you just pray for everybody that's uh, watching before we close and just wherever the Lord takes you? Let's just pray for those that that are watching. Father, I come to you now in the precious name of Jesus. Father, I come to you in the name that you've given us that it's not our own name. It's your, it's the name of Jesus. It's a name that you gave to us. It's a name above every other name. Mm -hmm. 
We come to you now, Father, in the precious name that holds all the power that we need to walk in the light of your word and to walk in your plan. Now, Father, I know there's a lot of wonderful men and women of God that follow and, and watch and follow um, Tanya and and um, their ministry and all the things that Tanya's doing. And Father, I'm coming to you now in the name of Jesus, and I'm asking you to begin to reveal the plan and the purpose for each one of their lives. Father, I'm asking to stir up the hunger inside them and that the plan and the purpose be made known unto them by the Holy Spirit and by the Word of God, that the still small voice of their conscience and then also the leading and just the inward witness would begin to would begin to tug on them and show them the next steps for the things that you would have for them to do. For there is a great harvest just over the hill. There's great things that you would have for each and every one of us to do as we all come unto unity by one spirit and one body. So, Father, I'm asking you to begin to show them those divine assignments. Yeah, not just one divine assignment handed to them, but maybe many divine assignments. Some are short, some are long, some go on to eternity. Some divine assignments will be handed unto you that will have so much power, and some will be handed unto you that will be just gentle, soft, and quiet. But as you step into those divine assignments and you take them by the hand of faith and you walk with them by the ability of grace, you will see how he'll use you like you had never imagined before. So, Father, I thank you that you begin to show them. Many have had a hunger in their heart, have had a hunger on the inside, or it even came to them just like a thought of something they wish they could do for you. Father, make it be made known unto them, the ones that were truly of you, that it is a divine plan, it is a divine purpose, and it is divine assignments that you're endeavoring to get them to run into. Because your heart, Father, is for the precious fruit of the earth, and it will take all of us working together as one to bring home this mighty harvest. So we thank you for it, Father. We thank you even today, even tonight, when they lie down, as they get quiet, you'll just quicken into them through your life, quicken unto them what you have for them to do with their tomorrows in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Oh, it's always so good to have you on the show. Yes. We'll have to make this more regular. Cause I, I love Absolutely. this. I love, I love all the God stuff. That's my most favorite. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, thank you so much. And everybody can come and find you and yeah. the ministry at loudmouthprayer.org. Correct. Yep. Yes, ma'am. You go there below. Click on start praying today and Love you it. just send us like your email and maybe your number and we begin to just shoot you an email a week. We're not going to bombard you and we just email you and we'll let you know what we're doing, the meetings we're having, and then all the prayer series and all the other yeah. things we're doing. We just keep you informed of that. And actually I'm coming out with some really powerful things I can't talk too much about. Some maybe some even some more of some school curriculums oh, awesome. in the next few months of just teaching the basics of the Bible. If you're hungry to learn the things of God, we're going to begin to offer those things. Oh, praise God! We that that's so necessary. Yeah, it's so so necessary. People are really hungry. They really are, and and the church kind of stopped. I mean, a lot you know the church at large, right? Not all yeah, churches. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, there's a lot of unbelievable churches, but the church at large drop the ball. And so yeah. it's so awesome to see you and so many others that are picking it up and going, all right, well then we're going to take it up and we're at run. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. that's what you're doing. 
Yes, ma'am. Uh, thank so you for allowing me to come. Oh, thank you. And thank you for that precious word. Uh, that, what a what a blessing. I really appreciate that. God awesome. Well, y'all, thanks for joining us. Share this out, especially during this season as we yeah. enter a new year. People need hope and they need strategy. And this is the hope and strategy that will make a change. God bless you all. Go in the shalom of our Lord. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. But they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliotphd.com. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit KirkElliottPhD.com. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes. Smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four-layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love My Slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and remember you were created for such a time as this.